Welcome to Behind Backstage, the official Backstage Dance Academy podcast. Each episode, you'll hear me, Jess, the director of Backstage, interviewing different students from within our dance community. We hope that you enjoy the show and please subscribe so that you can be first to know when we release a new episode. Don't forget that you can also follow us on Instagram, Backstage Dance Acad, or you can also find us on Facebook, Backstage Dance Academy. All right, girls, thank you so much for having a chat with me for our Backstage Dance Academy podcast. I'm really excited to talk with you today and find out a little bit more about you guys and how you're going. So if we can please start with you introducing yourselves to the audience. Hi, I'm Ebony. <laughs> I'm Amy. <laughs> I'm Bree. So we have Ebony, Emmy, and Bree. And how old are you guys? I'm 17. I'm 17 too. I'm 15. Bree's the baby of the, the Zoom chat. <laughs> and what age did you guys start dancing? When I was two years old. I was going to say I thought it was two. Yeah, two. Um, I started when I was three, but it was like baby dance. And then I stopped <laughs> at, uh, I think, five. And then I restarted when I was 11. And I've been dancing since I was 11 properly. So 11, yeah. 17. Uh, I started when I was four. Yeah. And then Eb and Brie, you haven't stopped, but Emmy, you said you have. What, what made you stop and then start again? Like, did you pursue something else? Yeah, well, I, I was pretty young and I just did it when I was um, three. It was little baby ballet and things like that. And then when I was five, um, I started school and I wanted to do like other sports. So um, I did some tennis and some basketball and things like that. And then yeah. after a while, I just, I missed it. And then I wanted to get into like proper dance rather than just like the little kid dance. So, um, and then I went to a different dance school um, and then I came to backstage. So how long have you been at backstage now? Like almost two years or a year and a half, I guess. Um, I think, yeah, almost a year and a half. Yeah. yeah. Although you've only like been in the building for like a year because yeah. of <laughs> yeah. clothes. Um, and why did you guys start dance? Do you think that your mum just decided that ballet was cute and you should give it a go? Or? Well, my older sister actually started dance before me and now she doesn't even dance anymore, which is weird. But yeah, I just followed in my sister's footsteps and started. Yeah. Um, I kind of had um like some back issues like I had like scoliosis or something it wasn't bad but um it was just part of a growth phase I think when I was younger when I was 10 I think um and mum was like getting me to do physio and things and obviously when you're little you're like I don't want to do any of these exercises like hell no um so then she kind of um said oh what about dance since you liked that when you were little like do you want to try dancing instead and I was like yeah I'll give it a go and then I really enjoyed like proper dancing. So, and, yeah. so did your physio recommend dance to your mum for your scoliosis? Um, I'm not sure if, if they recommended it or if she just thought it would be good. Cause I know she did dance when she was um, like in uni. Um, she did yeah. a few contemporary dance courses and things like that. And she thought it would be good for my body as well. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. And Brie? 
Um, I'm the same as Ebony. My older sister started dancing before me. And I kind of just like followed along whatever she did. So yeah. I started. <laughs> and then Brie and Eb, have you done other hobbies as well? Or has it just been dance? I actually did gymnastics and soccer before I joined industry. Oh, yeah. That's mm-hmm. right. Because you um, used your soccer skills to be part of um, that TV show. Yeah, Mustangs <laughs> FC on ABC, me. <laughs> yes, yeah. tell us more about this TV show. So I'd never heard of it and then I knew that you were involved and then like years later I somehow came across this show. So it's an Australian TV show based on a yeah. soccer club? Yeah, it's an Australian TV show based on like friendships, soccer clubs. I didn't have any big roles or anything but it was so much fun and all the girls were like my age and a lot of them didn't know how to play soccer, but they were, like, so nice and stuff. And it was just, like, a really good experience because I've never been on TV or anything. And so it was good to learn yeah. and stuff. But, yeah. So you were acting and playing soccer or did you not end up playing soccer? Uh, I played soccer majority of the time. Sometimes it was acting. I was sort of in the rival team, so I had to be mean, <laughs> which was fun, but not good. Like, Yeah. And, but yeah, well, mainly, mainly the acting was just like making mean faces at people and stuff, but yeah. yeah. That's cool. Is it still mm. on TV or no? Not that I know of. I think they did three seasons and then they stopped and I was on one and two. Okay. And Brie, have you tried other hobbies as well? Um, no, I've been dancing my whole life pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, that's a bit like me. I feel like I didn't really try other things. Um, And do you guys have a favourite class? That's a hard question. I really love lyrical with Tegan. Like, I love learning new choreography. Yeah. Um, I love strength and conditioning, um, but as, like, a dance style, my favourite style would probably be lyrical just because it comes more naturally to me um I do love learning jazz technique and commercial as well um but my more natural style of movement would yeah probably be lyrical yeah yeah mine would probably be lyrical contemporary as well wow you all have the same it is a very popular (laughs) style and what about if you guys were going to perform like would lyrical still be your favorite style or is there something else that you like to perform Performance-wise, I like more jazz commercial. I just have more fun performing it, but lyrical, I've just done, like, my whole life and I find it more natural. But performing, I like um, commercial. Yeah. Yeah, I think it depends on um, the performance and the audience as well. Like, um, I feel like if you do, like, a commercial or a jazz and there's... Um, more younger audience Um, I think they hype you up and they really enjoy it whereas if it's um, a more mature audience they'll really appreciate like a more serious um, theme of a lyrical or something so yeah it just it just depends on the type of performance I think. Mm. I'd probably still say lyrical performing as well. (laughs) Yeah that's fair and what's your favorite thing about Backstage Dance Academy? I love the teachers and I love my friends. <laughs> I also think the studios are really good as well. I love the studios, but mainly teachers and friends. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm the same with Eb. Um, yeah, I love um, doing dance and at a serious level and with my friends and with amazing teachers and also the studios are really good. Like, um, like I've been to other studios and I thought, yeah, these studios are good. And then I, I came to backstage. I was like, whoa, like you've got like cooling, like heating, like that is like next level. Like yeah. <laughs> we haven't always had heating and cooling. We did um, do the, the hard yards for many, many years. Our old studio didn't even have ceilings on, on the studio <laughs> roof. So you could basically have a conversation with the class next door at any time. And it was like playing two like pieces of music at one time. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's good now. That's really nice to hear because I feel like I wish this time that we were closed, I could have been renovating the studio and making it even nicer, um, but we're not allowed there. Um, but it's nice to hear that you really like the studio. Bree? Um, yeah, I like the studio and having all that space to dance in because you definitely take it for granted, especially like now being like with COVID in lockdown and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we're learning to dance in tiny spaces. Um, and what would you say you miss the most about backstage during lockdown? My friends, definitely my friends. Um, yeah, friends and being in like in face-to-face with teachers giving corrections and like the actual like mirrors, like I feel like I really enjoyed having a mirror there and so I could always see, but now it's like I don't have that and I can see on my Zoom screen a bit, but it's like I, I don't know if my technique is good. Like, I don't know. I think I miss the mirrors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely same as Yumi, the mirrors. Like, it's so much helpful. And also um, the environment, being there, I miss that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I was talking to someone else about that. I can't remember on one of the earlier podcast episodes that being in an environment that's purely for dance really changes like your mood and and your enthusiasm because you know you're in that room for that one purpose and you can focus where at home there's like the tv there's mum and dad like it's hard to stay focused and enthusiastic I guess Um, and yeah do you guys have a favourite routine that you've performed with backstage? It's going to be hard like Ebony. You've been dancing for so many years. No. For some reason, I just always remember Jaiho. <laughs> for some reason. I don't know why. I feel like that's the year where I, like that's the year I got my first aerial and stuff. And like, I don't know. I wasn't even in industry back then, but I just loved that routine. And it's where I met um, Gabby and stuff. And oh, yeah. Yeah. But dancer I remember when I was younger in general looking up I loved dances I wasn't in like I loved yeah um 99 red balloons and stuff and Transylvania and yeah they're all just classics and I loved them yeah um I think I really liked um last year's showcase um I think my favorite would have been um Roxanne with Tegan um lyrical um, but I also really liked, um, like, the comp dances, like, um, like the river one. That was really good. Um, yeah. Yeah. The, would, that was, like, the ultimate re-block routine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The amount of times we re-blocked that. Oh, my gosh. Like, if there's a Guinness World Record for how many times you can re-block a routine, yeah, we would have had it. River. 
It was like every week, hey guys, so we're going to reblock today. And you're like, ah. Oh. I think every time we performed it, it was a different like way each time, like new positions. Yeah. I mean, I came halfway through. Like I was, I like, yeah. I was like a fill in for um, like a river. So um, I was like, I learned the dance in like two weeks <laughs> and then I performed it as the comp routine. So I didn't, I didn't um, experience the full, um, the full reblock. Yeah. <laughs> so what was that um, performance that you did? Was that the, fa- the Dancers Unite fundraiser? I think so. I, I'm not sure. It was one of the comps we did. I think it was in hmm. May or June, I think. Oh, maybe yeah. it was Get the Beat. Yeah, it could have been, yeah. Yeah. And Brie, what's your favourite routine? Um, I would say probably Rocky Horror and Cell Block Tango. Because they were just, like, really fun routines and, like, to perform them. I really enjoyed them. Yeah. Yeah, they were good routines. Um, and do you guys have a favourite performance? Like, have you really liked a particular comp or concert or um, another performance we've done? I love the showcases. Every year I look forward to the showcases and especially last year's. I think that was one of my favourites just because, like, we, I, yeah, it was just like, I just had a moment where I was like, oh my gosh, I've been dancing for so long and stuff. And yeah, I just love show, the showcases. <laughs> um, yeah, I like, uh, I've only done one showcase so far with Backstage, but um, I really loved the, um, the showcase we did last year. Um, all of the routines were really good from the ballet with Cree to Roxanne with Tegan, like, I just loved all the routines, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, I really loved performing at, like, the Berwick show. Oh, yeah. Those kind of performances are really fun. Yeah. Yeah, they were pretty relaxed, and afterwards you'd get to go on rides and get popcorn yeah. and stuff. <laughs> so you can't go wrong with that. Um, but, yeah, the showcase is fun because you have that adrenaline. I think that's what makes it cool as well because you're just, like, for three hours, you're just performing, performing, performing. Um, but yeah, we might not be able to do that this year, but that's okay. We can plan for like an amazing next year show. Um, do you think that you have ever thought about, (laughs) do you think that you have ever thought about, that doesn't make sense. Have you ever thought about quitting dance? I think everyone goes through that teenage stage where they're like, oh, I want to go shopping with my friends instead of going to dance. But I sort of never really had that. Like, I always went to dance. I don't know why, but, like, I've never really thought about quitting. It was just a part of, like, what I did. And it was a part of my daily routine every day. And it was, yeah, I never thought of quitting. Yeah. I think that your your family really encouraged you to dance for the long haul, too, because there was always something for you to look forward to. Like a lot of yeah. students do everything when they're seven, like comps and troops and solos. And like you dance kind of recreationally when you were younger. And then what age did you start doing the industry program? I, I only started industry in 2017. And anytime I tell anyone that they're always so shocked, but yeah, yeah. I, think I kind of liked that I started later just because when you start at a young age not doing any comps, you learn to enjoy actual dance instead of just having a competition mindset. So I grew up, like, 
figuring out what styles I liked, which ones I was best at, and then I decided to do comp routines when I joined yeah. the industry. Yeah, and there was always something for you to look forward to because you hadn't, you know, ticked yeah. it off your list yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amy? Oh, um, wait, what was the question? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever thought about quitting dance? Um, I mean... I think I had just because I started um, properly um, committed dancing when I was 11 and it was kind of similar um, time that I started um, circus. Um, yeah. And when I did circus and dance, I it sort of got more serious as I went on in the years. And I think like coaches were always saying like, oh, you have to pick one or the other because this is just going to get messy yeah. rehearsals. You're going to have people getting mad at you. And they did. I had, um, yeah, I had performances that I had to say, sorry, I can't do for circus or yeah. sorry, I'm, I can't do that performance early because it's better than being in a routine that you can't go to because that would not be good. Um, but yeah, I have had coaches that have been mad because I couldn't pick. But um, so in that aspect, I was like, oh, maybe I should pick dance or maybe I should just pick circus and chuck dance out the window. But um, I think, some some coaches have also um you know said like oh no it's good skill to have both and um if you're looking for a full-time thing in either profession of that um both skills are really really good to have and that sort of like encouraged me to keep doing both and just um try to manage doing both in that way yeah absolutely like if there's a dance audition in melbourne there's thousands and thousands of people who turn up but if it's a dance audition for people that can flip and have circus skills, there's like a hundred people. So it's definitely worth having those skills. And what's happening with circus training and stuff now in lockdown? Like, are you just doing some work from home or? Um, Yeah, it's been a lot online. Um, Mm -hmm. I've been doing a lot of tumbling classes and a lot of hand balancing classes all online. Um, It's not the same as being in a studio just because you can't have like spots and can't really, gain as many new tricks just because of safety rules and things like that um but it's really good for um strength and just um maintaining and improving the skills you already do have um and in terms of aerial um i've got a lira an aerial hoop and a silk in the shed um which is really lucky in the farm shed (laughs) it's next to the tractor (laughs) but um which is good it's too it's too low for my liking it's really low to the ground so I can't do a lot of the big tricks but um I do group classes and privates um with aerials which helps keep like my upper body strength up and stuff so that when I go back I don't lose any strength and can you know do everything I used to be able to do when I go back in the um circus spaces so yeah that's amazing that you have a barn and then you have like aerial equipment in the barn yeah, it's it's cool. I get jealous of the people who um, get to have it in like on their veranda or their porch. Like that is just so cool. Like mm. cause the the barn's kind of a far way away. Like I have to kind of it's kind of a trek to walk all the way over there, especially when it's raining and you're tired and you finished a training session by yourself and you have to trudge all the way over back in the mud to back to the house. But um, how far is this walk? Oh, it's not that far. I just complain about it a lot. It's, <laughs> It's just in the rain. It's annoying. It's yeah. probably only like 500 metres, but... 
it's not that far, but it's just, it's annoying when you're tired and you have to trek yeah. all the way back in the mud and your boots are gross and you're all sweaty and it's just, yeah. <laughs> Next time dancers at backstage complain about like going up the stairs after class, you need to be like, well, I like trudge through mud to get <laughs> to my house. Yeah. That's perfect. Um, Brie, have you thought about quitting? Uh, yeah, a few years ago I did. I kind of just like wanted to stop and try something new, I don't know. But then I decided to keep going. And then now more recently yeah. with like school and everything, I don't want to quit, but I just kind of have to like cut back a bit because like, yeah. there's like a lot going on with school and everything. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to like juggle all of your commitments. So unfortunately, sometimes things do have to be cut back. As long as you can dance like one hour a week, then I'm happy. <laughs> um, and what are your goals with dance and performing? Like for you guys, is it something you would pursue as a career or do you have other goals? I honestly have no clue what I want to do with my life at all. So I'm keeping dancing. I'm going to keep going to classes and stuff. Right now I haven't decided whether I want to do dancing or whether I want to do some other boring job or whatever. <laughs> but, yeah, I haven't really decided. So your goal at the moment is just to keep enjoying it? Yeah, I'm just trying to – because I kind of realised, like, in the past couple months that my high school, like, experience is going so quickly, especially with lockdown. Like, it's – going by so fast and it feels like I've only been dancing for like three years when it's actually been like what 14 or something like crazy like that but so yeah I'm just trying to make it slow down and keep doing classes and stuff before I make any big life decisions yeah so yeah um I'm a bit the same like I don't really know exactly what I want to do um but at the same time I'm really keen on doing full time um I want to do, uh, I'm pretty keen on NICA. They've got a three-year bachelor degree um, for circus arts. So that would be like training full-time. Um, and that goes for, yeah, three years. And um, afterwards they help you go out and find jobs, wherever that may be. But then at the same time, I kind of also want to do like a dance course. So like, I'm not really sure. And then at the same time, I also want to do like, like physio or dance physio or something like that. So I don't know. I'm keeping my options open, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I guess you could pursue like both of those full-time courses. Like I've known of a few people who have danced full-time and then afterwards they then do a circus course. Um, but yeah, that's a lot of time training, like probably four to five years. Yeah. To finish but, both of those courses. I mean, that's what I like. So <laughs> I don't want to like sit at a desk job all day. So no, but I mean, like, we want to get you out into the workforce yeah. as a dancer yeah. or, or a performer. And like, being a physio is amazing. But I remember Tegan, I think, saying in the question and answer session that we had that you need to use your body while it's young and available and fit. So yeah. you know, if you want to study at uni and be a physio, that's something you can do even after you've had a baby. That might be something that you do after ten years of performing. Yeah, well, it's probably the physio thing was probably something I've done after dance, after I've done a dance career and my body's more tired and I've reached, you know, when 
people usually retire and then I would probably go back to uni and study something like that. Yeah. Um, having that dance background as well after full time and all that would probably be if when and if I did that. Um, yeah. Yeah, but there's some good options. Brie, what, what are your goals with dance and what are you kind of looking at career-wise? You're a little bit younger than the other girls, so yeah. you get a free pass. <laughs> um, well, when I was younger, I really wanted to have my future something to do with dance or get into full-time dance or something like that. But more recently, I haven't really had much of an interest in a career in dance and I've been a bit indecisive, but like Amy Elton's like physio and stuff like that. And I think it's like last year, I just found it really interesting. I thought, oh, I might want to become a physiotherapist or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's cool that you have your dance background because you might be able to have a a bit of a niche with being a physio um, and work with dancers or dance students um, and do like pre-point assessments and and stuff like that if that's interest of interest um and how are you guys coping with this year and COVID's impact I feel like mentally I'm still in February like it does not feel like September at all I feel like this year hasn't even happened everything's just like paused yeah but I am behind in like school and schooling and stuff but otherwise like I think I'm really good. I think it's giving everyone the opportunity to just like focus on themselves and figure out what they want to do and stuff and spend time with our families. But also like I really miss my friends and a routine. But yeah, I think I'm doing okay. I think I'm doing pretty average, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a bit the same. I feel like this year, like it was like normal until about March and then everything was just I feel like it's gone so fast like crazy fast I can't believe it is already September it like I can't even comprehend that that is so quick um but I think the first lockdown I really enjoyed because I was in Berwick um and I really liked the Berwick lifestyle um I was doing online school and I was doing all my dance training and I love my space back in Berwick. I have um, a place that's meant to be a lounge room, but ever since we moved there, it's been like a like a dance sort of little mini studio. Um, and it's it was so good. And then I love, I had this awesome running route, um, like perfect 5K um, around the block. And it was so nice, flat, awesome. And on lunch breaks, me and dad would walk down because you could get takeaway from yeah. like, cafes and you see people like riding their bikes or whatever they're allowed to do but here it is so lonely and isolated um I mean it's good to have a relax like and just chill out during lockdown but um and it's a lot less stressful it's not as many commitments you have to commit to but at the same time it's so lonely um especially being out on the farm there's no one around like it's so isolating but I don't know you deal with it (laughs) Yeah, so for everyone listening, you're staying at your farmhouse in Gippsland. Yeah. Or you've been living there for a while now. Yeah. Yeah, which would be hard because, yeah, you can't just, like, walk outside and then be amongst society because you're amongst, like, the horses. Yeah, I mean, I do everything (laughs) I do, I did there as well. But, I mean, it's just not, it doesn't compare. My running route is hilly. (laughs) 
I'm like dead by the time I run up the first hill. Um, yeah. And um, I don't have a carpeted dance space. Um, I can't walk on lunch breaks to get a sandwich with my dad. I can't do any yeah. of that. So, um, yes, yeah, it's a bit yeah. for me, but I mean, it's okay. Just good to reflect back on and um, yeah, just work on yourself, like Eb said. Um, yeah. yeah. How are you going, Brie? Um, at first, I was like enjoying it because I could sleep in and like do my schoolwork and like at my own pace and stuff. But now I'm finding it hard to stay motivated and stay on top of my work. I'm kind of missing like all my friends and everything. And so I've been trying to like go for walks every day to get outside and get some fresh air and like staying active. Yeah. But yeah, it is a bit of a struggle sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's okay when you know there's light at the end of the tunnel, but if there's ever bad news from the media or like on TV, I feel like that's when it gets tough because you're like, oh, that light was so close and now it's been like pushed further. So hopefully we really are in the last phase of lockdown and things start to ease up. Do you guys enjoy anything about dancing online on Zoom? I feel like a lot of like this is more myself a lot to do with dance is me comparing myself to other people and it's not good at all like don't recommend but I can't help <laughs> it with this big mirror and everyone in the room but this way I can focus on myself yeah and I won't have any anyone around me like distracting me and stuff yeah but yeah that's cool for me I always get stressed about forgetting Corey. So when we do it in groups, like in the studio, I'm like always like so stressed trying to remember this Corey. I just, I don't know. I've never been that good at remembering stuff. So it was, it was hard. But then if I, it's a lot less stressful on Zoom because when we do it on groups, I can like flick on, flick um, across to all the people who are in the same group as me. So that way I'm just like, I know that if I forget, I have someone to look at and someone to copy and it's like, it's okay. Like I can remember it cause I can see them. <laughs> and then, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's better in that way that I can reassure myself that it's like, you know, I, if I forget, I have someone to look at and I'm not just standing there awkwardly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's good, like, not having to worry about packing a bag and travelling to and from and stuff. And, like, if you forget anything, it's okay because, like, you're in your house. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right next to the kitchen, forget your water bottle or anything. <laughs> I have to agree with you, Brie. I think that's the best part is, yeah, not packing a bag, not planning the night before, not needing to, like, drive 40 minutes. It's so nice to just be like, oh, my God, I'm teaching in five minutes. It's like, that's fine, Jess. Like, all you got to do is open your computer. Um, so yeah, I like it for that, but that's the only reason we need to stop zoom ASAP and get back to the studio. I am ready. Yes. Let's do this. <laughs> um, and what about like your friendships in school? Is that similar to dance? Like you're, you're missing your friends and your teachers. I miss my friends so much. Like I, I don't really, I'm really bad with communication online as well. So I don't, I'm not very good at opening texts or anything. So I'm not really talking to many of my friends regularly. So I miss them, mm -hmm. which I should be texting them, which is bad. But like, yeah, yeah I, admit, I think that's the worst part of this lockdown is missing friends and stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm the exact same. Like sometimes I struggle to, I don't know, communicate online and then I just get distracted. It's like, oh, I meant to text that person, but then I end up watching YouTube or something. So it's just like I, whenever I have my phone time, it's just I'm like, okay, I have to text this person and then I always do something else. Um, <laughs> TikTok. Yeah. That's a TikTok lately. Yeah, so it's it's hard to um, communicate with people online and especially like it's, yeah, missing friends is a big one. Um, my best friend from school dropped her phone in the bath and um, she hasn't, she's like, can't get a new one because the Apple stores are shut. So like I literally haven't talked to her for like more than a week. So <laughs> that's kind of sad, but <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely miss my friends, but, like, it's good because sometimes we can just, like, FaceTime and do our work together as if, like, we were in class and, like, have a chat and stuff like that. But it is good to be able to see them in person. Yeah, for sure. Um, And if we were out of lockdown tomorrow, what's the first thing you would do? Oh, gosh. For me, it would be my nails or my hair, either. I don't get my nails or my hair done, but I would probably, it sounds so, I wouldn't want to go to work again. I miss going to work and seeing people, like different people every day. Um, for me, or oh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, well, maybe you would just go back to Berwick. Yeah, I'd go back That's to Berwick. No, I'd go on a holiday. <laughs> I want to go on a holiday. And I want to get my eyebrows done. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to have I'm on a row anymore no it's it's not that bad I just I feel ungroomed as <laughs> like I don't feel as pretty as I usually do because I can't go and get my nails done or my brows done and it, I don't know I just don't feel as nice as I usually do um but I'd probably also catch up with friends and go out for lunch or something um yeah Bree, yeah. <laughs> what would you do um, I don't know. It's a really good question. I just want to go anywhere that isn't my house and like see anyone yeah. else and stuff. I'm not yeah. sure like specifically what I want to do. It would be really hard to pick, but I feel like most people would say like things like hair, nails, brows, if, if they're into that or um, like go visit family, especially um, like grandmas and grandpas. I feel like a lot of people miss their grandparents and yeah, hopefully we can do that soon. All right, I have some fun questions to finish us up. Do you guys have a pet? No, that's probably been one of the hardest things as well. I really wish I had a pet because I see it all over social media, people having their pets and I don't have any, so no. <laughs> um, I have a lot of pets. I've always had a lot of pets, much to my parents' dislike. Um, at the moment, I have two dogs, one Dalmatian, who's a baby still, um and one jack russell who's really old (laughs) um but she's really cute um and then i've also got a cat and i named her after zendaya so her name's zendaya because she's just um she's really exotic she's a bengal cat um and um mum has horses but they're not really my pets they're hers (laughs) yeah uh, unfortunately, I don't have any pets, but I want a husky so bad. <laughs> but oh, I yeah, I like husky. <laughs> um, and if you could go on a holiday tomorrow and take one friend, who would you take? 
Um, I don't even know. I'd probably take my best friend Kristen from school. Okay. Amy, would you take your poor friend that dropped her phone in the bath? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> um, yeah, I could take her or I don't know. I feel bad because like I have like a lot of best friends from school. Like we're all really close. So I, I don't know if I'd like pick one of them. Like It's just know. an imaginary <laughs> holiday. It's not real. <laughs> I know, but I still feel bad. <laughs> yeah, probably my friend who dropped her phone in the bath. <laughs> Brie? Um, oh, I don't know. Um, probably take one of my friends from school, Zeb. <laughs> okay. And if I gave you a hundred dollars right now and you had to spend it, what would you spend it on? I would. I don't have a hundred dollars just for the record. <laughs> I'm like getting excited. <laughs> I know. I couldn't um, tell. You were like, oh my God. <laughs> I would probably dye my hair. I wanted to do that for a while. And I just didn't want to spend the money. So I'd probably dye my hair. Okay. Wait, what colour? Sorry, I just want to know. (laughs) I want to... My friends tell me to go blonde. I'm like, I don't want to go blonde because that's so much of a change for me. I'd probably do a balayage. Yeah, Yeah. that'd be nice. Hmm. I forgot the question. (laughs) I hypothetically am giving you $100. (laughs) Um, Probably online shopping. Um, probably like get some new outfits or something or, um, or like you said, do some hair, like, I don't know, get some more highlights or something. That'd be nice. Yeah. I'd probably get a new pair of sneakers. (laughs) Oh yeah. They're always fun. They make you feel good. Um, favorite subject at school. I love... I love literature, if that's my favourite subject. Um, my favourite is English, <laughs> just plain English. <laughs> my favourite science. Wow, they are not my favourites, but I'm glad that you guys like them. And what's your least favourite school subject? Math, definitely math. I'm so bad at it. <laughs> Um, I would say French, which is sad because I used to love French. I'd be the same as Ebony, math. (laughs) Hmm. And if you owned your own dance studio, what colour would the uniform be? Um, I don't know. Uh, I'd probably make it, I don't don't want to do like black because I feel like that's so common. I want to be different. But I feel like there's been there's so many colours that so many studios have done. So I'd probably do like I'd do a lilac or like a lavender colour, like yeah. a light purple. Um, I'd probably do like like a teal maybe, like a blue, and or you could have like two colours. Like some dance schools have like black and white. You could do like black and teal or something like that. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would just go black and white. Pretty boring like that. <laughs> are, you, are you a Collingwood supporter? Is that why? Yeah, I actually am. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. Um, and what age do you think you'll get married if you get married? 
why am I so excited? I'm like, oh, no. Um, <laughs> I think I will be, how old am I right now? 17. I'd be 26. Okay. Um, I mean, it depends when I get a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, you need to get that first. Um, I don't know. I hope I find a cute circus boy at NICA or something. Um, so hopefully, like, yeah, probably the same, like around 26. <laughs> yeah, I'd say probably like late 20s or something. <laughs> okay. Um, and last question. The studio is obviously next door to a servo. What's your go-to servo treat? Okay. <laughs> I know this. I get this the same every time. I get, um, I get my meat pie. I pick between meat pie and sausage roll. I usually get a meat pie though with tomato sauce. And then I get, it's just so unhealthy. <laughs> I get um, a vanilla Coke. And me. <laughs> no, it's so bad, but I get it and it's so good. I need to stop, but yeah, that's my go-to. Hmm. Um, <laughs> I always forget my money for one but when I do remember my money I'm not a huge fan of pies or sausage rolls in the first place so I always like bring my normal dinner and then I'll go with everyone and get like an ice cream or something I usually get like just a plain magnum because I love magnums yeah I don't think I've ever actually bought anything from there before (laughs) wow so you don't have a go-to there's not like a go-to after dance drink or ice cream (laughs) Does the Slurpee machine work? Like, I feel like maybe on a summer's day after it doesn't work. Oh, I'm going to Slurpee if it did work. <laughs> yeah. There is a 7-Eleven down the road if you need. Um, well, that's all the questions I had. Did you guys have anything else that you wanted to share? No, I, I, I miss everyone. <laughs> that's, that's nice. I miss um, where you're coming from. Yeah. I was going to say, we have the senior party tomorrow night. Are you coming? Yes. Yes, of course. So yes. that will be fun. And then, yeah, hopefully we can reopen soon-ish. And, yeah, it'll be amazing to see everyone. But the sad thing is with the restrictions, we might not be able to have everyone there at the same time like we used to. Like, we used to have, like, 80 people in the hallway. Um, but, yeah, it might be a while before you end up seeing every dancer or every age group because we might not cross over as much. But hopefully at the end of the year we could have – um, like a picnic or something. Yeah, that sounds nice. so fun. <laughs> yeah, and like the botanical gardens or something. That'd be nice. Well, thank you so much for having a chat. It was nice to catch up. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Right. 